Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. Later on, I'm chatting to a man who has a record of over 1,000 games managed during a 34-year career, including being named as Premier League's Manager of the Season in 2010, Mr. Harry Redknapp. We met Roberto Carlos, so we go and meet him in this restaurant, and we said to him, who is your favourite English player? He said, David Seaman. (laughs) I swear I'm right. I, I love that. that. Yeah, yeah, I swear. He said to me and Jamie, he said, David Seaman. <laughs> wow. It looks like I'm the only one with a smile on my face this weekend. Well, it's a little bit of a smile. Well, you say that, David. I've got half a smile because Wolves played on Friday night. I thought it was going to be a miserable weekend. But then when the rest of the results around us started coming in, Callum, um, Man United got West Ham losing. I was just thinking, Brilliant. We just end up where we were before the weekend started. So yeah. we didn't lose too much ground. But I, I can understand that the most miserable out of all of us right now is Adam. <laughs> I'm not here today. What did you say? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, when I saw that that score coming in. What, what was it at half time? Was it four? It was four at half time. Yeah. And it could have been so many more. I mean, Fraser Forster might even appear in your save of the week, David. No. <laughs> he was brilliant. I, he, I know, he did, didn't he? He made like loads of saves as well. Yeah. It wasn't just like one or two. He made lots. And, and like when I, I remember texting you, were like, whoa, this could beat the record. <laughs> yeah. Lu- luckily, I didn't have any signal. I only got those after full time. <laughs> Can you imagine going home, though, at the end of that and saying, I had a pretty good day. Like, how, how did you get on in goal? I, yeah, I was pretty good. How, we lost 6-0, but... Yeah, I, yeah. I was good, but the rest of the team were... Yeah. Yeah, I made, I made loads of saves. Oh, what was the final score? Uh, lost 6-0. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it really was. We set out, for maybe the first couple of minutes, <laughs> we looked okay. And then it was very clear to see that it was a a tactical piece of brilliance by Tuchel. He knew exactly what to do. Mm. It was a combination of that and the fact that they'd come off the back of two heavy losses. And they pinned our our wing-backs. We couldn't get up the pitch. They cut through our midfield like butter. And then, before the first goal, they'd hit the post 
and the the woodwork at uh, the bar yeah. already and so you, i turned to my friend ed and i went it's coming that yeah. it's, it's coming i can feel it it's coming then I did point out to Ralph Hasenhutl in the pre-match press conference that the last time Chelsea lost two in a row, they beat Southampton 3-1 back in October. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but he loved you for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like you said, that, that first half was just like, they, they, what did, it, was, did they hit the post twice and then the bar or was it the post and then the bar They, twice? they hit the bar and then, the, and they hit, sorry, they hit the post and the bar and then it, I think it was the second half I could be wrong. Oh, right. They hit the yeah. post again. That's yes. when Werner was going to score. And then it, the second ball just fell at Havertz's feet. And he yeah, just, yeah. That yeah, was a work. brilliant piece of commentary. Did you hear Steve Wilson for Match of the Day? I didn't so watch Match of the Day, funny enough, after that. I don't need to watch. <laughs> so Werner hits the post, hits the crossbar. And then when he hit the other post, he said he should get to take the goal home. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it's those, Very like, good. don't get me wrong, it was embarrassing and they played us off the park, but it's those pieces of luck that also just don't go your way when you're in a slump like you, that. You're talking about Werner or Any other day, that could have pinged off in any direction, but it didn't. It <laughs> fell straight to his feet. You think, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but, you know, that that did put a smile on my face, I must admit, but the Arsenal results what? certainly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I just couldn't wait to hear what you would say about it on our podcast. <laughs> Why? Why do you think? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but yeah, but the Arsenal, oh man, you know, like so frustrating to get into such a good position and then get beat by Palace and then at home at Brighton and we didn't even turn up until like the 85th minute. Yeah, apparently people walking out the stadium until Odegaard scored and then all of a sudden they, they felt that <laughs> okay. there potentially could be another one in it. Even, even then, you know, they, they had a chance of, of, of getting a, an equaliser, but... At least we got so beat by, by Chelsea, who are a really good team. Brighton that don't yeah, win. But that's, that's the piece. Awful, and at home. Yeah, Brighton at home. And we're going for top four. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. And if I'm honest, I, I, I didn't watch the game the next day. I didn't watch the Tottenham, the Villa-Tottenham game because I knew that they were going to win. And I was just thinking, like, this is just going to be like torture watching this. So... I ended up watching golf. Yeah. <laughs> well. yeah. Well, there's plenty to choose from this weekend. Yeah. I was watching I was watching some of the Grand Prix stuff as well. And uh, like now when I watch Grand Prix, I'm like, I've lost a ton of love for that. You know, especially what happened last time, you know, with, with Hamilton and Verstappen. I, I compare it to like a team that's winning 3-0 in the game. And then all of a sudden the ref says, right, next goal's winner. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's what I compare the, that Grand Prix, you know, the end of the Grand Prix like last year. See, with the Grand know. Prix for me, I just, in, in my head, it's all one on milliseconds and stuff. It's not, you know, it, mm. it feels quite boring. I, and I know there'll be F1 fans listening that will probably be shouting at the podcast, <laughs> but it's the, the the Drive to Survive thing, the the, the Netflix series, isn't it, Lynn? Mm. So, yeah. And I've had a, a few friends that have never really been F1 fans that have watched that mm. and have gone, oh, wow. And actually, it's given them a love for the sport. So right. at some point, while it's still on Netflix, I should try and watch that. But apparently, yeah. it's that good that it can turn a non-fan yeah. into a fan of the... Oh, I'll, so, I'll, I'll watch yeah. that because it, hopefully it'll bring my love back for it. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's brilliant. Was, it's brilliant. Yeah. You can tell we've all had a bad week. We're talking about different sports now. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was anyway, going to bring it back onto United. But... <laughs> yeah. I know that when... Anyway, Leeds won. <laughs> Leeds did win. Leeds did win. I was going to move the conversation on to the Champions League, and I know that usually we'd just cover Premier League, but my word, what a game. I know. I know. And I, I watched it last <sighs> night, and, and I couldn't believe that, you know, that Chelsea had got, actually got to three. Mm. You know, got it to 3-0. They're going through, and then... Modric and Benzema, so we'll yeah. pay to that. But um, am I allowed the quality to feel a little bit game. smug after what they did to us? I mean, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. and all the stuff on social media with Mason Mount with his shushing of the Saints fans and the rest of it, and then he's crushed at the end of that game. Am I allowed to feel a little bit smug, or is that a bit mm. too vindictive? <laughs> no, nah, we'll give we'll give you that. He's Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a game. <laughs> yeah, but what a game! But what a game with the uh, the uh, Man City Liverpool. Oh you know yeah. What? Yeah, because I, I watched. Again. I know. Again. I can't believe we didn't get a Desmond on that lens. I know. <laughs> honestly, unlike uh, our little show off for the for the predictions league, there was nothing between them. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the, the quality of the game was so good. Looking back, City had like so many chances. Mm. And they, like Sterling had a few, didn't he? Like early on, I he, felt sorry for the fact that that one was chalked off for VAR. Uh, and, yeah. I, and I know, and I've seen, we've obviously seen other ones that have been chalked off for as little. Um, it, it just needs to change that that look. Oh, don't get me started on that, Lynn, because like they, we're like the game's all about goals, you know, as much as I hate them being a goalie, it's all about goals. <laughs> and we are, we are disallowing goals for people being that much. Offside. Just and don't, the, don't you know what? Totally you know what? Way. I find even more surprising is that it isn't even their foot. It's like a fingernail or their no. shoulder, and yeah. they can't even score with no. that. So I, no. I just. Oh. I want it to go totally the other way. I've tried to explain this before about if clear daylight. daylight between yeah. the defender and the striker. Then it's off. It's offside. What's happened to the benefit of the doubt to the strikers? While we're on the topic of of VAR and looking back at stuff, and I actually you, you might agree with me here, Linz. I'm not sure, but that uh, Newcastle goal against Wolves, to me, the way I look at that, I think he's left a trailing leg. Now you can say, oh, that's clever play, and he's he's won the penalty. To me, he's almost kicked Sar. And I think with that, with with VAR, and I'm wondering what you guys think. Actually, why is that not a foul on Saar? Because you could look at that both ways, and you can go: the ball's out of play, so he can't score at this point. He can't score. Yeah. He can't catch up to the ball. It's gone. Saar's come out, but he's left a leg for him. Who's to say that's not dangerous play? And he's kicking Saar at that point. Because you could read it either way. Yeah, he should get out I, the way. I, of the I, goalie. I totally agree with you. <laughs> the goalie is saying, "I totally agree." <laughs> well, only because it happened to me in, in um, when I was playing for England in the World Cup against Argentina. You know, when Michael scored his goal, yeah. so Simeone got he, he broke through. I came out at his feet. He touched the ball just past me, and then he's put his foot into me and gone over. You know, and I but I've always said since then that if I if I come out or the goalkeeper comes out to try and smother it or or get something on it and he doesn't touch the ball and he's still going and he touches the striker, it's going to be a penalty all day long. You know, because of the contact, because you, you ain't got the ball. So if you get the ball or touch the ball first, then you're in the clear. But if you don't touch that ball, you're in trouble. But it, this, with, with, obviously VAR wasn't around at that point. It is now. Yeah. So surely there's got to be some sort of common sense to say that, Okay, if the ball... VAR, common sense. Well, (laughs) this is my point. If the ball is still in play and it's possible to score a goal, then you go, okay, well, let's look at this and let's look at the scenario because it's not black or white. But in the Wolves' case, the ball's gone. Mm. Um, He easily could have stepped over Saar at that point. You can see it's a trading leg, so he's going to buy the penalty. At that point, does that not mean that he's endangering Saar to leave a leg in? Who's to say how he's going to fall or how he's going to catch him at that point? Do you know what I mean, though? There is. Uh, Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, are they they kicking the guy? Yeah, are they kicking the goalie by leaving Mm. a leg there? Is that not dangerous? Because in a a tackle up pitch, if he's left a leg in, the free kick goes the other way. So as a Wolves, you know, if I were a Wolves fan, I almost might be aggrieved that that's not a foul on my goalie. Yeah. And Nearly as much as Raul's sending off. Yeah, because it's a kind of a 50-50. We've had quite a few decisions not go for us this season. And to, as, Especially and, and, and ones that, that have been referred to VAR. In that scenario, the ref has looked after the goalie and sent yeah. Jimenez off. And then he's looked after oh, the don't, striker. Don't start all that again. <laughs> <laughs> Goal is get too much protection and all that. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 yeah I, I do know what you mean, but it's been a it's a trick that that strikers do. You know that they, they do leave a little, they leave their foot in there. You know, they do it with other defenders as well. They'll Absolutely. go past the defender and then try and touch their and their it, leg. And it's onto not the... VAR's fault. VAR no. is a is a machine. It's a program. It's a replay. It's it's the common sense that goes into mm. reading these scenarios, and there yeah. you know there is yes there is a letter of the law for most rules here for most laws, but there's got to be some grey area. There's got to be some common sense yeah. brought to play with. But then players. that's where having ex players on there could really help. Absolutely, because none of, none of the guys are players, you yeah. know, so they've never been in that situation, and the players know when they're trying to kid someone, mm. you know, or whether they're 
you know, whether they're trying to cheat. You can see it easily. And and that's not to say that I don't believe in a tactical foul. I, I still think there is a way of playing the game and you can go, okay, you know, maybe I'm in a situation here. I can't get out of, I'm going to draw a tactical foul here mm. and you get your yellow or whatever. I, I get that and that's fine, but there's got to be some sort of common sense with, with some of these. And as you say, maybe yeah. it is players that need, ex-players that need to be, to be brought in to say, hang on, he's pulling the wall over your eyes. Yeah, just to give some advice, you know, and especially with it when it's when it's 50-50. What was the decision that was at the weekend that took like five minutes to find out about whether it was a goal or not? It was in the City game, wasn't it? Yeah, that right, was... yeah right at the end of the first half, mm. wasn't it? To take that long to try and get a decision, I just... You know, How about baffled. Alonso in the handball mm. coming back to that Champions League game? Yeah, what can he? What can he do about that, though? I know, but he's, that's the rules, isn't it? If, you, if it touches your hand and you're still in control of it through it touching your hand, then... But I would say the word control, like, did he control the ball with his hand? And I don't think he did. No. I think no, it, it brushed. His hand and it, yeah, it brushed. But it, just, it didn't even yeah, have... But it still stayed within his control, if you know what I mean. You know, it, it enabled him to, to finish it off, didn't it? Without his yeah. hand there, it's it's going higher and he's probably not going to get that shot yeah. away. So, yeah. No. Yeah, it no, wasn't, I think, tra- I think, it wasn't traveling that fast. Yeah, I think he'd have still controlled. I, I still well, think he scores me. that. <laughs> yeah, as much as you know, I, I would just, I still wanted Chelsea to go through last night. You know, I was, I was loving the fact that they were three 0 up. But I just wanted the English clubs to go through, really, don't you? Yeah, all yeah. the time, all the time, even if it's Tottenham. Yeah, I, and I, I get loved, so much stick for that. <laughs> I loved Rudiger's performance. And the nice. way he was screaming, if there was any player that you think doesn't deserve screaming at, you'd think it was N'Golo Kante, right? But he was screaming he at him. He had a right guy in, yeah. didn't he? And that's great to see with Rudiger because his contract's up at the end of the season. He doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, I whether, thought that. Whether he does or not, we don't know. But, you know, for him to show that much passion. And at the end of it, you could see he was fuming, weren't he? I love it when players show that much passion for the team even if he might not even be there for next season. Palace fans with a big sigh of relief because they're like, oh, gone to extra time for the FA Cup semi-final. Forest fans, big sigh of relief. We're still the only ones who've retained the European (laughs) title for England. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be interesting this weekend because, like you say, with Chelsea going to extra time, um, I'm I'm swaying towards Palace, you know, and the the Vieira effect on the FA Cup. Yeah. He's... um, He's certainly getting a tune out of Palace, but the other game, yet again, is going to be unreal. You know, the uh, Liverpool against uh, Man City. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. In, and they're both at Wembley, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a semi-final at Wembley. That's not bad, that. <laughs> Especially a big game like that. It'd be interesting to see those two teams play on uh, on neutral ground. Yeah. See yeah. see what that does for them both. Yeah, I know. It, it is, and because I was, I was at Wembley doing some work in the week, I was talking about when it's the FA Cup, it's totally different to internationals because internationals, it's probably 80, 90% your home fans. But when it's the FA Cup, it's half and half and it's proper half and half because they obviously divide the colours, they divide the ends. And it's it's a much better atmosphere. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Who are you going for? Oh, I think... I know what you mean about Palace because of the way they press. I just think Conor Gallagher is going to be a huge miss and that's Chelsea's trump card. Isn't it weird yeah. that I think that the the fact that Chelsea will go through will be down to one of their players that doesn't play for them? I know. I know. <laughs> but, it must be gutted. Yeah, gutted. I think after going all that distance, I do think they're going to be jaded. I think they're going to have a very different tactical approach to this one. I think it will be quite narrow scoreline. I, I think Chelsea might win this 1-0. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't know why I've just got this sneaky feeling it's going to be a Man City Palace final. I'm sticking with that. You're going to stick with that. <laughs> On the other side, I think I think it depends Liverpool, what teams you put out. I you think know, Liverpool. You... you know why? Because just looking at the amount of chances that City created, and they're just not quite as clinical. And I just think that on a break. Liverpool have got that ability to just bury a chance. They don't need as much of the ball. They don't need as many chances. I feel that Man City's bench is so much stronger than Liverpool's. Really? I think will... I don't think there's as much between them anymore. I was looking yeah. at the, the game at the weekend at the benches and I was thinking, wow, you wouldn't mind either of these. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the three uh, attacking options for Liverpool always were Firmino, <coughs> Mane and Salah. 
now you've got Jota in there and you've got Diaz in there. Uh, you know, Diaz being on the bench at the weekend. I, mean, yeah. I was just it's like, almost Whoa. sounds criminal, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah. attacking-wise, I think uh, Klopp's got more options. I don't think... If you, if you were taking, for instance, Grealish or Diaz off the bench, I'd prefer yeah. Diaz at the minute. Would you? Yeah. Whoa. I think he's a bit more straightforward than, than, than Grealish, isn't he? Yeah, he's more direct, isn't he? I mean, I'd still choose Jack. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. That's your city colours coming through. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just going back to um, FA Cup semi-finals, but I believe it's an anniversary today of uh, your save day. Oh, yes. Yeah, I wanted to wait. I was oh. waiting. Just to make sure. this, is, this is your scooped. Um, there was a head. Was it a header? And you scooped it yeah. off the line. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. It's the anniversary today, apparently. So, um, what is it? Nineteen years ago. You've got Jesus. it marked off on your calendar. <laughs> I just. Do you know what? I didn't know until I looked. I looked on Twitter before I was waiting for you guys, and I looked. I was like, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe it's 19 years ago. It doesn't seem... I remember it. I'm sure you yeah, remember it as well, Lindsay. You know, very, very special moment. You know, mm. not only not only was it the semi-final, it was my 1,000 competitive game and I was 39 when I made that save. You know, Did you so keep was... anything from it? Your shirt, your gloves? <laughs> so my shirt, oh my God. So after the game, Paddy Kenny came up from, up to me, the Chef United, he says, oh, can I have your shirt? I'm like, yeah, here you go, mate. <laughs> have it. And I signed it. Right, but luckily, I just signed it. Safe hands, David Seaman. I didn't put anything else on it. I signed it front and back, and um, and then I got on the coach, and I got a phone call. They were like, "Oh, have you got your shirt?" I was like, "No, I've swapped it." And they were like, "It's your one thousand shirt. You've just made that save." And I was like, "Shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I did it like the, just drain from your face. And yeah, like, oh, I was like, no. "Oh god, yeah." So then, like, I wait until the the Monday and and phoned up Chef United and then got a number for Paddy and I said sorry mate I says but um is there any chance I could have my shirt back because I didn't realize you know what it all meant and he went yeah no problem you know and that's why he was so lucky that I just signed it safe hands David Six. imagine if I'd asked it back and I got to Paddy so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't send you an eBay link <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Did you give him something in, yeah, in replacement? Yeah, I, I gave him two shirts. Obviously, not mm. it weren't the one that I'd worn, but it was two replica shirts and two pairs of gloves. <laughs> I tried to make up for it. It was very generous. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, my God. I just it was like, your call. I just one like, of them sorry. moments, you know, like, he says, oh, can I have your shirt? I'm like, yeah, of course you can. There you go. <laughs> I tell people now, you know, that that's, that's my, my favourite save, my best save I've made. Mm. You know, because there was all sorts about it, you know, 30, 39 years old. And... You've still got the agility to uh, get a hole in one at golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have. Yeah. And catching big fish, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he's not quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Seaman says with Safe Style. The great saves you can't beat Safe Style. Right, guys, it's time for Save of the Week with Safe Style. And this week, it's not quite a full diving save. Um, I was watched over the weekend and there was tons of saves. You're not giving it to Fraser Forster, are you? <laughs> no, it's Fraser, but Fraser Forster, he could have had like the whole... <laughs> the amount of saves he made at the weekend was incredible. Still got beat six. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then... Obviously, there's uh, Nick Pope. Casper Michael saves two penalties. Don't even get in there. Ah. The save of the week is going to go to Edison for his control on the line. No! <laughs> Lindsay, I don't honestly. like it! I don't like it! <laughs> You're not doing that! That is getting the save of the week. Because he, he, like, when he got the back pass from Walker, he controlled it, didn't he? And then he like... I don't know what he did. He did this like little feint on it, you know, like as though he was going to pass it. <laughs> and then when he did that, and I was like, it's in, it's in. 
And then, like, I couldn't believe how cool and calmly he just passed it out to Laporte, I think it was. Schmeichel's going to be having words with you, David. I know, I know. And Jota was piling in and, and Edison just put his cigar down, just tapped it down <laughs> and just passed it out. I've never seen a goalkeeper look so cool with the ball on the line. <laughs> Even I didn't look that cool when I made my save against Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> could have gone so wrong but it didn't oh i know i know but it could have gone so wrong we shouldn't be encouraging this if jose sar starts trying to replicate i'll be mad just don't but that that moment that moment will go for me it goes down with like like reni agita you know the scorpion kick Mm. Do you remember no, that? Yeah. That was better. I remember the scorpion, yeah, scorpion just, kick. Just the like, scorpion just kick, in order to get the timing right and the oh, positioning, I'm sorry. No. That's, yeah. that's hard. But it goes in that category, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah, like, yeah. just like really obscure, weird goalkeeping saves and... That Rene, I was I was in the other goal, by the way, with that scorpion kick. Did you think... It, did you see what he was about to do? Did you see it coming? Uh, not really, but we were watching him practising it before the game. He was doing it like loads before the game. Oh, so he's building himself up to it then. Uh, I yeah. see. Even um, Courtois uh, last night against uh, Chelsea, he did a Cruyff turn. Uh, granted, it wasn't on the line. Yeah. But even yeah. that, yeah, to, to be the, the last yeah, man to go, no. you know what? Yeah. <laughs> against the team like yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, but, but those but are melons. They're not raisins. He's got melons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get wee. wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh. So yeah. So I just think it's my save of the week because yeah, just for this sheer coolness that he showed wow. with the ball right on the line. I know it's different, but it was just something that I was like. That's definitely going to be my save of the week when I saw it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and that was save of the week with Safe Style. For great saves, you can't beat Safe Style. Save of the week with Safe Style, the UK's number one for windows and doors. Seaman says, in conversation. Joining us this week is a man whose career saw him lift the FA Cup, be named as Premier League's manager of the season, and get crowned King of the Jungle. Harry Redknapp. David! Hello, Harry, you right? I can't believe this. We got it on me and so we only about two hours. <laughs> that was a miracle. Sandra, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, the same, God. Harry. We normally sit here for about an hour and we should have been on it up last night. It's normally up last night, but still trying. So. How you been? Yeah, good day. All good. Busy. Busy. Too busy. Did you watch the game last night? Yeah, fantastic game. Oh, weren't it? How unlucky Chelsea, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. Such a it? shame. How yeah. about that pass from Modric? I know. Oh, my word. What a player, though, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he doesn't stop, though. He's everywhere, isn't he? Everywhere I know. Everywhere on the pitch, wherever they've got the ball, he's, want, he's always available to take the ball. He's always... He's tackling back. He, he just doesn't stop running for 90 minutes. Incredible. Yeah, and then and then to have that quality with the outside of his right oh, foot what as a well. Pass, yeah. yeah, he played another one second up late in the late in the game. He stuck someone in behind down the left side. Uh, just an amazing football and a great lad as well. Yeah, he couldn't meet a nicer boy. What, well, last um, week we went over to um, to Spain. Me and Jamie, we uh, were doing a program with Jack Whitehall, and we're going round. Dave, we've got to get to eleven World Cup legends. Do you know what was funny, Dave? I've got to tell you. <laughs> He's, we met Roberto Carlos, right? Yeah. So we go and meet him in this restaurant. He's got a rest. He goes in a restaurant every day for lunch, and it's called. And he's got his own tables called Roberto Carlos Corner. In the corner of this <laughs> restaurant, he's got. It's a shrine to him, right? He's got all the. He's got pictures of it. He's got his shirt. He's got all these famous pictures like, up on the wall. And we said to him, "Who is your favourite English player?" He said, "David Seaman." <laughs> yeah. I swear oh, on my life. I, I love to, that. Yeah, yeah, I swear. He said to me and Jamie, he said, David Seaman. <laughs> wow. It was brilliant. Yeah. It's, it'll be on the show, actually, when it comes out. We'll, it, we'll show that. 
Have you brilliant. got a chair anywhere, Harry, that you can just go to whenever you like? Um, probably in the local betting shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they put a shrine to me in it because I probably bought, I probably paid for it over the years. Oh, mate. <laughs> Mate, when we when we did Harry's era, was that you were so funny with your with your phone? You yeah, just like, <laughs> just like every two minutes, he's like on the phone. Me and Matt, like, well, you got Mercer in there as well. You got no chance, have you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's coming at me red hot tips, you know. <laughs> not like the guy that he that said he was a jockey. Oh man. no, no. Do you know, baby started ringing me again. No way. He has, yeah. Yeah, Stevie's name is... Has I mean, he changed I, his I, name? <laughs> uh, he made out he was lead topless to jockey. Four and a half years, I used to pay for it to go and, uh, go and ride. Harry, I've got to go and ride work in Dubai for Godolphin. I haven't got me riding fees yet. Can you lend me £500? Yeah. I thought he'll give me some winners sooner or later, you know. Then their yeah. mate of mine rings me. He said, he said, Harry, are you still seeing that lead topless? I said, yeah, he never gives me a winner. He said, that's because he's not lead topless. He said he works in a pub in Newmarket collecting glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he's never, had the never nerve to contact you again. Uh, it's actually a scam. Yeah, it was, it was really, yeah, but I've got to be, I laughed after, you know. He, had <laughs> <laughs> he started, he's come back on, yeah. He's, after about four years, he came on and uh, he started ringing me up again, yeah, giving me tips and all that. I think he thinks he's going to, if he gives me a winner, I might send him some money or something, you know. Yeah, you, you want to say, yeah, I've arranged some tickets for you, then make sure they're not there. Revenge <laughs> <laughs> on him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. What are you making of the, uh, the top four? Well, it's, it's going to be, it looks looks to like, you know, I mean, the top, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, still wouldn't pick a winner between Man City and Liverpool. It's going to be tight, you know. Yeah. One mistake, and you can see one of them. You know, I don't, I can't see him winning every game, though. Someone somewhere on the lines, you know, gonna, yeah, they're not all easy, are they? You know, you've been there, you've been there, done it, and every game is, you know, it's it, someone's gonna look to someone might just nick a point, whether it's you know, of Man City, and that would make the difference, or Liverpool. It's going to be tight, though. and I think Tottenham really look to me now like they're going to get that third spot. You know, it's changed in the last couple of weeks, and it with Arsenal having a couple of bad results there. You know, it's, they were yeah. poor performances at Palace. I couldn't believe how poor they were that night. You know, you, do you I mean know. fourth, not third, or do you think they're going to get third? Oh, Spurs! No, I think Chelsea are still okay. probably just about hang on to third. You know, but but I think Tottenham are in, they're in good form, aren't they? Suddenly, you know. Mm. Harry Kane's son, they, they, look, they look decent at the moment. I imagine your phone's going off the hook. You've got all these former pros that that perhaps are in your ear getting advice. And, and also, I was thinking about Frank as well. I bet he's getting some advice from you at the minute. Well, I keep in touch with Frank all the time, yeah. I sort of always texted him and, you know, having a chat and see how he is, you know. And he, he texted me the other week when they got when they the night they beat Newcastle one they were going about the ninety sixth minute or something you know he went Harry how have you done this job all them years you know he said, <laughs> oh, he said oh my god you know when you're a player you play and it's different you know you 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 want to win for your life sure but then you go on but when you're the manager you've got it all you it just you you know you don't sleep you don't when things are going bad it's just you take it home with you, every, you know, and it's so difficult. Your whole life revolves around it. What do you think that the issue is at Everton at the moment? Because obviously, you know, he's trying so hard to get a tune out of them and, and Rafa couldn't do it at the first no. half of the season. Uh, what, what's the, the issue behind the doors there? Angelotti didn't really pull up any trees there. No. no. Uh, you go back through them all. But I think they've recruited badly. I think they've, they've got... A, they, they've... I don't think they're a great group of players, really. You know, they've got some decent, you know, a few decent players, but um, yeah, they, they need they need a re, real, you know, a real turnaround, yeah. a bit of a. But it's hard, though, Harry, isn't it? When you when you look at the team sheet, you think, yeah, that's not a bad team, that. But then when it goes but out onto the, the pitch, the like you said, they don't yeah. seem to be playing for each other. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know. The back four looks, you know, they don't have anyone seem to dominate, you know. And, I go. I look now. Everyone goes. Oh, there's so many great teams and blah. I look back and I look at the Arsenal team that you played. Man United teams. 
How many of these players today playing in them teams would have got in them teams when you were? It's, it's yeah. you know, the teams was you had so many good players. And Man United had incredible players. You know, Everton have had great players over the years. You know, I'll go back before you go, you know, the Alan Ball, Howard Kendall, Harvey, what yeah. a midfield. It was incredible midfield, Joe Royal. They've had so many great players. But at the moment, they, they look a very average bunch to me, you know. Mm. I still feel they've got they've got too much to go down. I don't think the, um, yeah, the hope, three below them will so. get out of that. See, you know, it'd be a real... Yeah, disaster, Frank. You know. Killer blow that one, yeah. Frank. Yeah, you can see in his face and his and in his movements on the touchline. You know how much it means to him, and it's you're like, hang on, guys. You know, if you lot had the same passion as Frank, then yeah. you might get out of this. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, Dave as well. It's good to see it. You know, we want to see a few of the English boys, British managers, yeah, succeed. You know what I mean? Every time as a job comes up, we go and get another foreign manager. There's loads of lads around who have done their coaching badges, good managers, coaches in the lower divisions, just want the chance. It seems the only way you get a chance to manage in the Premier now is if you brick like Eddie Howe. Eddie would never have got managed in the Premier League. He would never been able to prove he could manage at the top level if he hadn't got promoted with Bournemouth. He had yeah. been Bournemouth up through the divisions. And, and yeah. even people like Tony Pulis, who worked with me, he would never have managed a Premier League club if he hadn't took Stoke up. And then suddenly he's there for about six, seven years and Stoke were one of the most difficult teams to beat. But he would never have got the opportunity if he hadn't took them up. So it seems the only way you get into the Premier is if you get promoted and then the chances are you come up with a team that is going to struggle anyway because they come up, the bottom three, the, you know, Norwich this year come mm. up and go down. Watford come up and go down probably, you know. So it, I don't think that we really, there's so many good lads out there. We just don't seem to give them the chance. Harry, it's been amazing having you on, mate. We've finally got it all sorted. Uh, Dave, <laughs> that is the biggest miracle of the day. Honestly, the times that we're supposed to be doing programmes and we never get to do them because we can't get the iPad yeah. on. Sandra pushed the, <laughs> she pushed a button. I don't think she knew what she was pushing. And it came on. <laughs> it should have left me to it. It would never have come on. Hey, yeah. Great talking to you guys. Brilliant. Nice one, Harry. Look forward to you, David. Keep well. Yeah, and you. Love to the right, family. Bye, family. mate. Bye, David. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. See you later. Cheers, Harry. Head over to YouTube to watch all our interviews in full. Just search Seaman Says and subscribe. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. That was nice to hear from Harry there. And how about that? You were Roberto Carlos's favourite player. Have you had many others say, David, you were my favourite? Yeah, <laughs> Roberto <laughs> Carlos, hello. Yeah. Roberto yeah. Carlos, yeah. <laughs> but he's Roberto Carlos. And, you know, straight away, I remember the free kick against France. I'm sure that was in the same tournament that we were in, that Le Tournois, that England actually won. Um, where he hit it with his left foot and it was like right outside the post and then came, you know, swerving back in. I've met him quite a few times on on Soccer Aid and uh, doing some stuff with FIFA and, and UEFA and um, he, he's got a really cheeky smile and he does make me laugh and we do have a laugh when we are together. But um, yeah, but like Roberto Carlos's favourite English player, David Seam. Yeah, I'm having that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the website. Yeah, I'm going to get the, the address of that restaurant from Harry. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sitting in his seat one day and Roberto Carlos yeah. will walk in. You'll be like, all right, mate. I'll go buy him his meal. Yeah. People genuinely do that in my local area where I'm from. They're, it's like they have a table or a seat in a local pub and they're not Roberto yeah. Carlos. They've never got no. to the dizzying heights of anywhere near being Roberto Carlos. And Sitting I remember around going paraphernalia. in. Yeah, me and my mum and I think my nan, we went into this pub, sat at this table for some lunch during the daytime and an old man came in and just started giving us the evils. 
And I thought, what's going on? And then he kept hovering by the table and then giving us some more looks. And then a member oh. of staff came over and said, he sits there every day. And I said, well, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Love that lens. Have that. <laughs> like, it had not got his name on. There was not a reserve yeah. sign. There wasn't exactly. anything. That's where he, he used to sit yeah. with his wife until his wife passed away. Yeah. It's just those well. And you're just so evil, Lindsay. <laughs> we, all have to, we all have to move on, Adam. We all well, have to move first on. first come, first serve. <laughs> <laughs> right, games this weekend. Massive game. Saints against Arsenal. How many we're going to score? Otherwise known as <laughs> David versus Adam. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's going to be. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this because I want to see what sort of reaction Arsenal have after mm. two really <laughs> disappointing results. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I, I did, didn't I? I know, God, did I get custard pie in my face? So here's um, here's the question: three defeats in a row is top uh, four off. Gone. gone. Yeah. Gone. I, I would say it's about. 60% done now just because of the mood of where the, the Arsenal players will be you know the confidence levels we've got three players out in Tomiyasu Partey and Tierney big players for us and we're struggling a little bit we're struggling at left back we had Jacker in there over the weekend which for a midfield player to go in at left back is really really tough what does um, that do for Tavares's confidence as well well is yeah it, but he's had his chances hasn't he He's had, he's had a couple of chances. And if I'm honest, I didn't think he was that bad, you know, that you put Xhaka in at left back. But, mm. you know, it's strange with Arsenal. And, you know, I hope we get that sort of response that Chelsea had after two defeats. And Adam's thinking, no, please don't, please don't. <laughs> I don't know what's but going to turn up. I have no idea. Yeah. You could tell by the hideous loss to, to Chelsea that we just didn't press as a team. We were, we were just all over the place. And... I don't know a team in this league that is so Jekyll and Hyde that can turn up against someone like a City. They haven't won against us in the league this this year. We can we again with United, we beat Spurs, you know, at their own gaff, and yeah. and then not Wolves, not and Wolves, the, yeah, well, <laughs> um, and we are the only team now in, in on the form table to not have a registered win in the last five. Even Norwich have now. But if that if that team of of a month ago, a month and a half ago turns up, it'd be a good game against Arsenal. Yeah, but I I don't know. Yeah, because the, you know the, you're coming in off the back of a, a heavy defeat. We're coming in off the back of two defeats. Somebody's going to be happy, but <laughs> yeah, you never know. Well, and if it's only a draw, I'll be happy, but I know you won't be. No, yeah, rightly so. Even now with Arsenal with their game in hand over Spurs, but Spurs have got such a massive goal difference now. You know, so it only takes us to the same points. I know we've got them to play, and that'll be a huge match. You know, if we're still in with a shout when that happens, and I know we've got really tough games like Man United. It's not a tough game, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It's guaranteed three points. You'll be fine. (laughs) But you know, but you know, when you when you look at that face value, you're going for top four. You you should be expected to to win those games. But at the moment, it's as as Mikel's always been going on about this season is consistency. Any consistency and then really good performances as well in, in this sort of stage of the league. If they don't make the top four now, given the position they were in, is that a failure of the season? Um, I don't think it's a failure. I think it'll be really disappointing because of where we've got to. If you take from the start of the season and then say, right, you're going to end up top five, you would never have believed that. We have got to be in European football. You're going to be in European football. Yeah. It depends, doesn't it, now what happens... Um, we haven't got a scenario whereby Chelsea are going to fall out the top four. So even if they win Depends on the, the FA, Cup. FA Cup, yeah. So I'm just I'm just yeah. working on. So if Palace won the FA Cup, then it would only go down to six, not seven, wouldn't it? And then on the on the other end of that conversation is that say if we didn't get Champions League, then what starts to happen with our players? Do other clubs start coming in for our best players? Oh, well, I know that feeling, David. I know that feeling. You Who just is replaced like like with one Portuguese with another one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're on the carousel. Yeah. <laughs> it's Arsenal, though, isn't it, that are being linked? Yeah. No. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> Get your yeah. mucky paws so, off. <laughs> mucky paws. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's, you know, we, it's still not over with Arsenal, but 
it's looking, you know, more doubtful, especially after two shocking results. Well, we'll, we'll give you three points at the weekend and uh, you'll, you'll be much happier. <laughs> Adam's going to gift Arsenal three points and Callum's going to be gifting Liverpool three points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is like with, with that game, without Liverpool, Man United, because of the, the size of the, of the match, you can get weird results. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't honestly be wouldn't be surprised if something did happen in that one because yeah. of the proximity to the weekend as well. Yeah, yeah, there's a true, lot of yeah. football. You know, they've got. I know Benfica's not as much of a challenge maybe as Atletico for City, and then they've got this FA Cup um, mm. semi final. But Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. is not much. Of Tuesday a night for such a. A big game. They as well. can't have been planning for that as much as they'll. They surely, and you tell us, David. But you work to the next game you've got. You don't go ahead of the game that's on the fixture yeah. list, do you? Um, Would you be working towards Man United before the FA Cup semi final? No, not no, not not the players that wouldn't be, but the manager might be. You know, as in who he might play because it's the FA Cup. Yeah. You know, and who does he play in goal? You know, sometimes they change the goalie over. Um, yeah, so the manager might be doing it a little bit, but we'll, you know, you'll be able to see when when you see the team sheet. You know, that's that's the only time that you know. <laughs> and that's <laughs> and something then, we don't know. No. <laughs> when you see that team sheet, you'll be like, he's thinking of the Man United game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seaman says. This week's predictions. Right then, so before we get into predictions, Linz, we'll have a look at last week's scores. Mm. And... You have a look there, go down. I know, I'm getting further away. You are. And you were like so close to getting like the exact score twice. I, I've had a few of those where I've been very close. Yeah. But, but the exact score is what you were missing and that's made the difference yeah. for me, hasn't it? So I yeah. got the exact score for Leicester Palace. You got four correct results. I got three correct results and an exact score, which means... Yeah. Overall, <laughs> David, there's a bottle of champers at stake as well. I've got one in the fridge oh, already. Oh, have you? <laughs> <laughs> David, 125. Lindsay, 134. That's nine points. That's going to be hard to get back. That's that. three exact scores, that is. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I could be very tactical between now and the end of the season now and just copy whatever you do. I know. But it I would know. be really not very interesting <laughs> for the listeners. Well, as producers, me and Callum will just have to make you go first and, and guess everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways around that. I like that. that. I okay. like that. <laughs> right, you go first, Linz. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Spurs against Brighton. I don't mind yeah. doing this. So it is a 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. And I think this is where Spurs show what Brighton really are at the moment. I really yeah. do. And so let's not take anything from that that performance against Arsenal last week. I think this is quite a clear win. I will go 3-0 Spurs. I'm thinking that Brighton really loved North London and they're <laughs> going to do exactly the same as what they did to the other <laughs> team in North London and beat Tottenham. Not. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, do I go four or two? I'm going to say two nil. That them. was incredible because your mouth said four. You had the the first start. I wanted to say four. And then you went two. 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 Yeah. Okay. Next up is Man United against Norwich. Normally you would say how many, but... For Norwich. Not with Man United. The reverse fixture was only a one nil as well, wasn't it? Yeah, true. I'm still going to go with a Man United win. I'm going to go with 3-0 Man United. I'm going 2-0 Man United. Saints against Arsenal. Yeah. The one we've been talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start us off on this one then. So I'm going to go one Saints, three Arsenal. Right. Surely we can't have three defeats on the trot. So I'm going to go with... 2-0 2-0 Arsenal. And then Watford against Brentford. Leeds went to Watford last week and, and done them three. I want Watford to stay down there, so I'm going to go for a Brentford win. I'm going to go 1-0 Brentford. I'm going to go 1-1. That's a good shout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's only because I want Watford to stay down there. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle-Leicester, which is a 2-15 kickoff on Sunday. I don't think there'll be much between these. I think Leicester might just edge it, though. They've started to come into some form, and I will go 2-1 Leicester. 
Right, I'm going with my Desmond on this one. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, yeah. two. And then West Ham Burnley. Yeah, again, I'm going with my Leeds head on here. Um, wanting West Ham to win by a big margin because keep Burnley down there. So I'm going to go 3-1 West Ham. I think West Ham win this. So I'm going for a West Ham win. I will go 3-1. And then Tuesday night, Liverpool, Ooh. Man United. Do you know what? I've just got a sneaky feeling there's going to be some sort of... Sh- no- well, I was going to say shock, but I was going to go 1-1. One, one. <laughs> so, but I mean, shocking is two Liverpool won't get all three points. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one with this. I think Man United will take the lead. I think they'll go 1-0 up. I think Liverpool win though 2-1. If that happens, I'll buy two bottles of champagne. Lindsay, <laughs> 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 I'm running out of weeks to catch you up. Good luck, but not too much luck. Get the ice ready. <laughs> Oh, it's ready. <laughs> I've enjoyed this league way more than fantasy football. I'm glad that we've not spoken about that this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform and head over to our YouTube channel to watch all our interviews from this season, uncut and in full. We'll see you all next week. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.